0: You can have all the money in your hand, all the possessions anyone can ever have, but it's all worthless treasure. True worth is only measured not by what you got, but what you got in your heart. You can have, you can have.
1: Reach out in touch with the Savior's hand. On rock we stand like his native land. Let the ways of love be the ways of man.
3: feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com.
4: You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me wanna move. It makes me wanna have fun. But it's something about this joint right here.
0: This joint right here, it makes me wanna
5: Some thoughts, love, and reflection. I'm seemingly having some technical difficulties. I'm gonna try another way to sign in.
0: of all. Needle.
2: I'm
5: here. Okay, uh, Joyce, uh, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, Cheryl, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, okay. Um, I had to dial directly in the show. Normally, I can dial in. For some reason, uh, it wasn't allowing you all to hear me. I wanted to start the show out on the fact that. Um, we I sent out to everybody a video of a hospital that actually took a patient out in the middle of the night and put them at a bus stop with nothing on but their night, their uh, hospital gown on. And, you know, I was thinking to myself, you know, we see a lot of terrible things, um, but our expectations are that nurses and doctors would uh, not ever do anything to jeopardize our existence. And it seems that we have gotten to a place where our moral values and our integrity are are closing their eyes to humanity. And I wanted to talk today about, you know, how we are a one person or a, a momentum can change the way that people look at themselves and they look at others. And it, it was just truly devastating to me to see a situation where people were crossing the street with an empty chair despite the fact that they just put a woman with nothing but a uh, hospital gown on. Cheryl, were you able to see that video?
4: Good evening, and how's everyone doing this evening? I was able to see the video, and, you know, We hear things going on, but things are not proven. But because of the cameras and social media, a lot of things are being more and more exposed. You know, Mm -hmm. I could not imagine, I mean, what anybody was thinking about to do such a thing as this. And not only that, I could not have been an employee to Have taken part in such a thing, you know, when it comes to morals, I have to draw the line, you know, and I'm and to me, the way it was done, I would think that this is not the first time that this has happened. Um, so suppose that, um, young man had not videotaped it, you know they couldn't begin to understand what this lady was going to communicate back to the family because evidently she has a mental condition. And with that, they thought that was their path and that they can do such a thing. But, you know, this is not as uncommon as we think it is because as I was checking you know, looking a little bit further, I found that there had been incidents where they did this to homeless people in the state of California. And as long as a person still needs medical care, it does not matter if they had a mental condition, if they were homeless, whatever their situation is, you don't have the right to put them out in the streets in such a manner. You know, I couldn't, I mean, it just sickened my stomach because it was freezing cold out there. You can see the hospital gown did not cover her shoulders, And, I mean, I, I can't even begin to imagine how cold-hearted a person had to be, you know, these orderlies that rolled her out of there. I mean, no amount of money could have made me do such a thing. So, I mean, I don't know what this world is coming to, but I am definitely glad this man was able to capture this. This is one incident that I'm glad that was captured on videotape.
5: Well, one of the things that you should really know that is obvious is that these orderlies are these who actually pushed her out there Didn't do that on their own because they didn't have any interest in who lives at the hospital and who doesn't So to me it clearly shows Reverend Smith that this Decision went all the way up to the top and when they tried to portray that they were going to um, Investigate What happened? I don't think they have to investigate very far because the person that Ordered this to happen with someone who has something to do with the bottom line. Anyone else could care less how full the hospital was. What What, what are your thoughts about the fact that it had to go up to the administration in order to give the order? They didn't. Uh, nurses just didn't decide on their own to wheel this lady out to the bus stop.
2: No, I, I I'll have to agree with you, but it it probably had this was probably not the first time. Like Cheryl said, this was probably um, uh, would have been it's been going on probably for a long time. But this young man of uh, whoever it was that happened to capture this on uh, on the, on his telephone, uh, that's what brought the whole thing to the forefront. I'm pretty sure. Uh, that doing your investigations or anyone else's investigations, that they will find that there was probably a memo that was put out that if a person is whatever or whatever the mental or uh, wasn't able to pay or whatever, that they had to go. They weren't about to leave them there, and it's it's sad. It's sad, but I I don't care where it would have came from. Just like Cheryl said, there's nowhere in the world I would have at any. I couldn't have done that. I, I, I would have said, look, I, I mean, you do what you want to do to me. And I know that a person's job is important, but to roll that lady out of that hospital with that, uh, just whatever she, she had on, I looked at the video myself and I read the, the transcripts of it, but it, it was just ridiculous that they would do something like this. And it's the hospital itself, not just the people, but the hospital themselves are going to have to answer for all of this. Um, its I, I just couldn't have done it, and, and it's sad. It goes to show you where we're headed and where we already probably are because the moral fiber of our country is going to hell in a handbasket. It really has. When you have things going on like this and people feel comfortable Doing stupid things nowadays Things that they probably had In their mind to do For so many years But because of the way That, that, that the world was, was Not as bad uh, hadn't, hadn't come to that yet But this Situation has now gotten Totally out of hand When you have an individual Who constantly dictates Or says the things that they say To go ahead on, do this who cares? No matter, you know, and, and that's what's going to happen. It's going to keep happening. We're going to see more of this, a whole lot more of foolishness in the morality of our country. It's just gone. It's, it's, it's not gone totally yet, but I, I would hope that someday, somewhere soon, somebody will put a halt to this foolishness that's going
5: on now. And, Joyce, when we look at these kinds of things, these doctors and nurses, uh, they take a a vow to do no harm. How in the world could they have possibly seen this as not being harmful?
4: Well, my son is a doctor, and it's an oath that they take. Uh, it wasn't the doctors that did it, we, we, uh, believe me. It was uh, three personnel uh, that rolled her out. It was just one person. And uh, more than likely, this is probably the protocol of that particular hospital. The administrator who got up there and said that he think it was the first time he told a lie. That was their protocol. Believe me, that's how they operate. They just got called. And it was a professor who was on his way uh, catching a cab, and he, he decided to take uh, no tapes, and at least that's what was told on the news. It's pathetic. It it, it doesn't make any sense. And the thing is, is just like everyone has said, we've lost our heart. Uh, and, and it starts from even now in the way that you arrest people. You know, we don't even think twice on, on the mentality of using uh, excessive force. Uh, so we have no, 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 um, no, uh, uh, no humbleness in, uh, amongst us as to what we feel for one another as brothers and sisters. It's ridiculous. We need to get back and be more humble as to how we look at each other and how we value life. I'm saddened to see that but i know that when i volunteered uh when i first um uh retired uh volunteered at the at the hospital and its their job was is that um uh the people would come across the border particularly the pregnant you know and they'll go straight to emergency Every time you walk through the emergency door there's three hundred bucks. but you know here in Arizona, if by law you cannot turn no one down, you cannot turn them away so that that I know, but with the average person who has insurance, they're gonna patch you up and then tell you to see your physician the first thing. Now, this also happens too a lot, and uh, I hope uh, they get caught in these uh states where the the temperature or where the heat where it should be against the law for you to turn off the heat when the temperature hits a certain point. That's with the heat, and also it should be that way with the air. But some of these states, they'll they turn you off in a minute, and they don't think twice. And to me, it shouldn't be. But where we have gotten as a society is the bottom line. Money is the bottom line, so it's not humanity there. It's the bottom line about how you're going to stay in the black. Thank you.
5: Kathy, you know, I um, when I originally saw this video, you know, I thought exactly the same way that Reverend Smith and Cheryl talked about, was you could not make me do that as an employee. I would not be a party to putting a woman out there in that kind of weather with nothing on but a hospital nightgown. And you can't tell me you couldn't have put that lady in the waiting room and continued to call her family until you got somebody to come and get them. And if you didn't, you just would have have to just deal with it until you figured out some kind of way. But it is just immoral to take somebody out in the middle of the night and put them in a bus stop with no more clothes on than a hospital gown.
6: Yes, good afternoon, everybody, and I pray for everybody on the line today in my prayer time I lifted each and every one of you guys up so I pray that whatever it is that you're going through that's going on even if you're not going through anything that God will bless each and every one of you guys and um, unfortunately James I wasn't able to uh, watch the video I don't know if you sent the video or not but I wasn't able to see a video but I had to go online and then listen to what everybody else said but then I did find a little caption of it, and it's, it's very sad and heartfelt to see them roll her out like that, and, and to the, the look on their face was, like, really bland, like, they do this all the time, and I'm just wondering in my mind and in my heart, you know, is this something that goes on all the time, you know, because... It was like they didn't have any expression on their face or any sadness or any feeling about what they had just did. But then the guy who was video recording it, if you look on the video, the last guy that was in the group kept looking back. So he, I'm assuming he's like, wow, we're, we're, we're caught. So that, that's a shame. I mean, it's beyond a shame. You know, it's, it's It's sad that they will do that, and, like you said, there should be some kind of protocol where, if they don't have insurance or whatever the case may be, like you said, to call try to call someone close to them if not, there should be some kind of shelter. Somewhere around where they can uh, Have the people to go to So, But this is sad and I'm glad It went viral and I'm glad that It's a subject that we're talking about Because the only way that there can Be a change is when we begin to talk About things and they see things as A whole so let's pray That this particular hospital Is under double investigation And that something Is done about this
5: Yeah it, it is just it is just unbelievable. I found it unfathomable until I watched it to believe that something like that could take place. Nate, let me ask you to uh, bring your military uh, experience into this, uh, because it's my understanding, even in the military, as much as they stress following orders, that you all can go to jail or be held accountable if your uh, officer gives you an order that you know is immoral. So you're not even even in the military, you're not required to follow um orders that you know are inhumane or against uh regulations right? You know it's
1: funny that you was um, saying that because I remember the French gentleman on uh, railway he was speaking and said he couldn't have done it, and you all you can disobey an order if you feel like this is a moral order, and it's funny because when we when I was overseas and everything like that, we would give aid. To the enemy, if we if we if we wounded the enemy, we would give them aid and um, patch them up. And I and we saw a lot of our medics would go to the villages and patch people and perform um, medical procedures and everything. And I, y'all forgive me, but I'm, I didn't see the video. And I thank God I didn't because at the end of the day, it, it, it goes to stem like what in the world I'm over there overseas fighting for. I need to be here fighting because last I checked. I thought this was 2018, 1918. That didn't make no sense. And my question is, how many other hospitals are doing that? And all of a sudden, they're acting like this is the first time that happened. Man, I got some land in and, and, and Florida with some swamp to sell to somebody, if anybody believes that. Because that is foolishness. It is just not even uh, make any sense. And how can you just push somebody out? When I was overseas, when I saw some hungry kids, I gave them my MRAs, other soldiers, Marines, sailors every person that did the exact same thing. So, how can you be doing this on a regular basis? Something is truly wrong here. And when we if you have a more immoral order in the in the United States military, you can disobey it. And that, based on what y'all are telling me, that is that is past more That is inhuman. How can you sit there and do that? I know the doctors did probably do it because they take that Hippocratic oath. So I'm not holding the doctors accountable because that was, I believe, that was out of their hand. But the administration, the staff, the one, the ones supposed to be uh, with the higher education, the one supposed to be the, the running as a business. Last I checked, people is not a business, and we and we treating people like a business. Now if that press, that same person would have had proper insurance. It wouldn't have been no issue, but because you didn't have the proper insurance, whatever the case may be, you just gonna roll it out, and then you gonna be able to sleep
5: like nothing ain't happened.
1: That's telling me this is going to happen way too many times.
5: And the fact that you wouldn't find clothing, you cannot tell me that there is, at a hospital, you don't have a place where all those people come in and uh, people are bringing new clothes to their loved ones, that you didn't have some clothes somewhere that somebody had, that you uh, let this lady, and we know what those hospital nightgowns are like, uh, Regina. We know that those hospital nightgowns aren't even made or equipped to cover your entire body, that your back is always partially exposed. So when they wheeled this woman out in the middle of the night and put her on a bench, uh, as so she was waiting for the bus, that was just, you know, if you did a, your child like that or if you did a loved one like that who was mentally, had some mental issues, you go to jail.
4: You there, Regina? I'm here, James. Why are you telling me about about the the exposure of the nightgown? What the world? <laughs>
0: well,
5: I just want to make it clear that we all know <laughs> the nightgowns do not go all the way around. <laughs> Look, and it's funny you should say
4: that because my daughter and I were in the um, in the um, drugstore last night. And I don't know where this woman was coming from, but she had on a hospital gown. And she had on a night shirt, which came like maybe to the mid-level of her thigh. And she bent over to get something from the, the, the counter, you know, in front of the cash register. And, oh, my goodness, that's the picture that I saw. So it's odd that you all are talking about I don't even know why she was away from the hospital. I've never you know seen that type of um carrying on, but I'm on my iPad trying to find this story that you all are talking about so that I can chime in so you guys go ahead and I'll chime in when I can speak more intelligently on it
5: well she uh it happened in Baltimore, so look for Baltimore where a female patient was uh, uh, put out of the hospital in the middle of the night. Uh, Reverend Smith, let me come back to you. You also were in the military, and you've been a police officer. And so there are times when you have the right to disobey an order if it is found by you to be inhumane. And, in fact, you can be held accountable, and you can't use as an excuse that you were given an order.
2: That's very true. You, they also when they pin the badge on you or whatever, wherever whatever your situation may be, uh, you are actually also left with your morals too. You you're not left without them. Um, if we obey a, an unlawful order, we are actually putting ourselves. We could care less. You're not thinking about the person that gave the order. You're thinking about, wait a minute, I'm going to wind up in jail. So, yes, you can't just obey an unlawful order, not in the military, not in the law enforcement or anywhere else. You've got to learn to have some kind of common sense, common sense and common decency. Common sense and common decency is what we were taught in both places that I was in. Use Listen to your commanders In both places Listen to what they have to say But use your common sense To save your life and the life Of other people Not to destroy other people's lives And that's what these people Are doing Just because, And it's all because of a dollar bill that, I don't care what nobody says I really believe it's all because Of a dollar bill And it you can. A lot of people don't want to admit that it didn't come down from the top or wherever, but I know, I will guarantee you, when the investigation is over, there was a memo that was put out. Those, those individuals who had these menial jobs in that hospital would not have just taken it upon themselves to put this woman out on the street. They probably were arguing against putting the woman out on the street. But somebody higher up, or because of a memo that they had received, a head nurse, a head doctor, or whomever, said, no, we can't keep her. There had to be other extenuating circumstances for them to have put this lady out like that. I want to believe that there was, I want to believe something was just mixed up or messed up. I just don't see that. I can't see how people would be that cruel. But
5: they are. And the I fact that, that it, it took, there were about four of these people. So it wasn't one person who had a lack in judgment. It was about three or four people who went along in the chair, wheeled her out right. to this location, again, in the middle of the night. And I want to, when I say the middle of the night, let me just share with you all an experience that I had, uh, again, at Orange County uh, Jail they stopped putting inmates out in the middle of the night and the reason was we were right next to a four-way um street a four-way i, I it's just below a highway and these people they were pe- putting people out because everybody want to leave as soon as they have the right to leave
0: right. and they
5: put they had people out in the middle of the night um and one person now just one person And we're talking about inmates who did not have any medical issues, but the first thing they were going to do was head across the street to get a cigarette or go to the convenience store across the street. And when they put them out in the middle of the night, one person uh, was killed. And after that incident, they just saw it fit, no matter how much you might argue and fuss about it, that you would not leave until the next morning so that you wouldn't be putting people out in the dark. And they tried to cross that highway and get killed. Now, if you cross that highway during the day, there's nothing they can do about it. But that was one thing they did uh to implement. So what I'm saying to you here this the most vulnerable time in a person's day is in the night. So Cheryl, these people wheeled this woman out in the cold of the night and put her on that bench. They didn't know if anybody a rapist might come up, a murderer might come up, or whatever. And but and they left her. And if it wasn't for I got videotaping, none of this would have been brought to the light.
4: You know, they. I mean, we can clearly see that they could not have cared. And when I say that is, they didn't care enough not to do it. Because if it was me, and I had to be among four gentlemen that did it they would have only been three because I wouldn't have been one of those four. So we can make the right decision. And you know, to me is that they didn't have a love. I mean, they didn't think about their mother um this being done to their mother, their sister, or even their daughter. I mean, they were so caught up on just following whatever rules that were sent down, because you, you're right. I mean, it, it wasn't their decision to do it, because they care less about what goes on in the hospital. So, it came from higher up to do this act. And, I mean, we can clearly see that this was not the first time. And this will only get people to start talking because if somebody didn't understand what was going on, that they were mentally disturbed, then they knew that they could not articulate it well enough back to somebody where somebody would give them enough attention attention to listen to what they were trying to say. But I bet you now there's going to be some situations that's going to come up that has been, um, that should have been confronted, probably some paperwork, some calls that's sitting on the desk of somebody at that hospital. And like I said, this is not an uncommon situation, although we may think that it is, because like I said, I looked even further, and the hospital in California paid out a million dollars to a family. Because of what they did So we only Are are able to see It to the thanks Of this gentleman But you know just like it's been Said many times You know it's time for exposure And it's happening And it will happen And those individuals who believe That they can get away With some of the things That they've been doing They better think again they will be exposed.
5: And, and Joyce, it has something to say about a, the human trait, a human existence that we, again, just like Cheryl just said, that could have been your sister. Could you participate in something like that? And I know as an educator, if my principal came to me and told me to do something to a child that I thought was, uh immoral. There's no way he could have made me do it. And you know, uh, and they gotta understand they that it wasn't the administrators walking out there with them uh uh to do that. And they're gonna put their their their, their values at risk by participating in putting this woman out there and again they knew that that, that what she had on was not gonna be appropriate for that time.
4: Exactly. It, it lets me know that the, that the, the ones who did it, the, the four who did it, they didn't have any problem doing it. And that means to me that they've done it before. I would like to say that to me, I don't think that was a, a physician call. Definitely wasn't a doctor's call. Doctors don't care, but they, they only deal in treating patients, not uh, exposing and, and, and uh, treating people the way that they do. Once they left that, they, they've done their job healing taking care of that patient, they're going on to the next patient. Believe me, I think that's an administrative problem. I think that was, was implemented as far as their protocol, as a part of that protocol and procedure as to what they do. And that has a lot to do with finance. And the bottom line is to how they bring in money. And doctors have nothing to do with that, neither the nurses that treat them. But administrative, as far as how they handle their finances and what they're looking at as far as that bottom line, this lady, she had on footies, and it was so cold. And her back end was exposed because in those nightgowns, they don't close in the back. And that's, and she was there crying, and, you know, and for them, and they was telling, you're going to be okay, and we're going to park you right here. They've done it before. And they just and 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 to and to them, who would you believe? You wouldn't even believe this lady that if she told you that they put her out like that, and that's the reason why they slipped and they did it in the dark. So I think a lot of heads need to be rolled, and it should start from the top. Who ordered that? and who made that a part of their protocol for that hospital. And from what they they call it a a dump, I forgot the name of a dump, but um, on Good Morning America they indicated that – uh, this is what is, uh, is 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 something that has been done on a frequent basis to hospitals. This hospital just got caught doing it, but a lot of hospitals do it throughout the United States. So something needs to be done with uh, about it, and it's it's sad. It's really really sad. This is this is not the American way. This is not how we do business. This is not who we are as far as Americans. This is not who we are as a human being.
5: Yeah, it is, and the fact that we know and recognize that there are people who who go to jail for neglecting uh, senior citizens. You know that if you do anything against uh, mentally ill patients or others, you will really have a major problem and find yourself locked up. Uh, So, um, Regina, did you get a chance to view the uh, videotape now?
4: James, I am. I'm I'm in tears. Um this is this is not a surprise to me. Um without getting into too much detail. I believe this. I believe it. I believe it happened. This is a clear cut case of our mental health system. In the United States Um, uh, Number 45 Has talked about the mental health system After the shooting Especially the one out in um, Nevada This is a clear cut case Of the dumping that occurs With mental health patients Now what concerns me on this Is that this lady is bleeding from the head. So there was some sort of incident, and this is fresh blood. So when did when did she receive this bleeding? Was it, you know, did, did she inflict that on herself? Did she fall in the hospital? I've seen people in the hospitals who are mental health patients um, because they're closing down so many other facilities. They stay in a back area of the hospital for a certain amount of time. Once they are deemed not to be injurious to themselves, meaning once they are not suicidal, then, and the only question they ask them is, do you feel like you want to kill yourself? And if the person says no, they put their bag, their clothes in a clear bag, and they escort them to the front door. I have seen it time and time again. I'm thankful for this occurrence. Sometimes somebody has to to be the victim in order to call attention to the problem. Now, this lady is going to get a lot of help now. Her family is going to get paid. This hospital and the hospital systems across the United States are going to be revamped as a result of this if we keep on it. I am livid. But this is what had to happen for us to get some help. It happens in all of our cities. James go sit outside the hospital emergency room. They go into the emergency room looking for warmth. I guarantee you, this is what she was looking for, because it was cold.
5: And they put. It, it is out. just disgraceful. Uh, Kathy, you know it lets you know how much you need to be on guard when it comes to the, your relatives and your the people that you love, uh, because. If they were willing to mistreat this woman To this degree Who's saying that the the people They keep being mistreated
6: You're absolutely you right I
5: mean, Hello can you hear me I can hear
6: you Go ahead You're Absolutely right I mean um, my mom was in a, um, a, re- a rehab for over A year and we would have to constantly go in there because of the um, uh, of them not uh, treating her correctly. And we had to get on not only the doctors, the nurses, but we had to contact the people that were in charge to let them know that this is not going to continue to go on with this particular person right here because we're going to write letters. We're going to contact anybody that we need to contact in order to straighten this out. And when I tell you after we had that conversation with the person that was in charge, uh, the whole staff was changed around. I think some people got shifted to another hospital because we did not allow them to do what we seen them doing to all the patients in there. So uh, I believe that that's true. I believe that it's going on in other places and it just hasn't been exposed. But once it's exposed, then that's when you begin
5: to see the change. And it is just horrifying to think that there are a lot of people who don't have people come see them on a regular basis, and if they are not seen or appreciate or people see that they have loved ones uh they, they could be treated any kind of way. But you would think humanity would keep these people from doing that, but we know what the truth is is sometimes these people have lost their humanity and they don't, they don't see a a person in front of them.
1: No, at the end of the day, like uh, Rev has said, it's, it's about the dollar. And, you know, the funny thing about it is they did this when they didn't think nobody was going to see it. They did it in the middle of the night when they didn't when think nobody was going to see it. That's how you knew they was wrong right out the bat. You know, they didn't do this in the daytime or or during the early evening of the day or they even try to call the, uh, the, the latest family. And we have lost our, our, our humanity because the thing about it is I've been to Baltimore and like the the young lady said, it was cold. I mean, I'm in Florida. I'm in Orlando, Florida right now. I'm cold. So, it's it's just twice as cold up up north. So, why would you put somebody out there in the cold? No, like you said before, it was closed in the hospital, giving her no clothes, nothing to protect herself from the elements, and yet you just drop her off like it was no thing. And the sad thing about it is this has been done before, and unfortunately this happened, but thank God that it's been seen around around the world attention's been brought to it and I hope and for y'all forgive me for saying it but I pray that everybody who had anything to do with it from the top on down get fired because that could have been that, that's somebody's mama somebody's sister somebody's relative that could have been my mama they did that too If that had been my mama they did that too a lawsuit was the last thing we had to worry about I would have showed them why they said we don't reckon Afghanistan because you don't treat people like that we go to jail for treating dogs Michael Bitch spent all that time in jail for fighting dogs. And yet they could put a person
5: out of the hospital. And they choose you're so right. Uh, you know, we have people who have such a heart for animals, uh, that they will put you in jail for uh years behind animals and they will uh, literally lock you up if you if you don't bring your dog in and provide him with some warmth, uh and in in winter. So yet uh again that was an excellent uh to bring up. So Reverend Smith, you know, if you're not going to allow people to treat their animals that way, how in the world can you possibly treat another talking walking hum- human that way?
2: Not all a lot of us have lost our first love, which was Jesus Christ. And people don't care. That much anymore Um, And I know that uh, um, That happens in these hospitals I have several friends Who are nurses And I have several friends Who are nurse administrators And doctors and other things And they tell me some horror stories About some of the things That goes on in these hospitals And even though uh, Some of the doctors May not be involved with it some of the doctors turn their heads and go the other way. <laughs> I, I, that to me, you're still involved with it. That's right. And I told I told some of them that. I said, just because you you are not the one that gave the order or whatever, and you saw it happening, you still have the obligation as a human being, a child of the Almighty God, to say something about this. And a, a lot of people just don't. And. I, I, I I think it would have been, if I had been in the hospital, I think it would have been a big fight or something because I don't think I could have stood there, no matter what my position was. Or even if I was just a patient and was able to do something, and knowing that they were rolling this lady out in Baltimore, in Baltimore, it's cold up there, man. And up there on that bench, which was already froze probably, and she didn't have anything on and like Nate was saying, that you've got to be somebody's mama, a sister, a, a, a child, or whatever. Would we want anyone to do our I'm not going to hold up for anyone in the whole hospital myself because I wouldn't want anyone to do my child. My child just came out of the hospital for 12 days. But I know I sit there each one of those days, and I think it was Ms. Cabot that said this, you've got to let them know, hey, I'm here. I'm here, but some people don't have people that will will sit there with them, or that will even come and say anything, or stand up for them.
0: That's right. But
2: what do we do? What do we do? I'm praying to God that the investigators, or the or the state attorney office, or the uh, governor's office, the attorney general, or somebody will step in. And do the right thing, not because it's a hospital that that probably gave them a donation for their campaign. That's what we have to worry about. It's that the underlying bottom line. What's going to happen? Are they going to probably give them a a fine of about thirty thousand or maybe twenty thousand dollars? And and you know that's not that's not even kosher. That's not kosher. So.
5: I have to to share with you all that, you know, again, when you have a heart just for people, period. I remember an incident where I was at the museum and a white older gentleman was dropped off at the museum. We had a set of steps uh, that was on the side of the building. And I was watching this person take this older gentleman out of the car, put him on the steps and uh, he was a uh, person that had been seen around the area. But one of the things that uh, people will do or these drug dealers will do is they'll prey on these addicted older people who they know are getting a check, send up all their money at the first of the month, and then put them out on the street. So they'll be put in these uh, trap houses and let them smoke as much dope as they want until they run out of money for the month. And I called the police because I knew that this person had been just uh, released from the hospital and somebody picked them up and just put them out on the street. And, you know, if you, you've got to know that we, we talk about on this show that we are our brother's keepers. But, Cheryl, it is obvious that some people don't find the need or desire to really care about other human beings.
4: No, they don't, and I mean, we clearly see that every single day, and this situation um definitely speaks volume in saying that they're not their brother's keeper um and we can say again, they don't have the love of Christ in them at all either, you know, and i i would hope I would hope that they are not one of those. They go to church every Sunday and profess that they are Christians at all because they may be hearers, but they are definitely not doers of the word. Um, You know, I just still, again, I just can't even imagine, you know, if, if we had to just come up with something that we would think that would be really bad, I don't think that I would have gotten, came up with this. And, um, I'm not sure if it was Joyce or you know whoever it was what but it's called patient dumping, so for someone to even give it a name, it has had to been done, and like I said, you know, doing some research, it has been done it has been done in different hospitals, so to me, you know, nothing surprised me, but we have to continue to walk in a way that we show that we are Christ like. And we have to show that we won't participate in anything as this matter. You know, um again, I'm just I just was really appalled to to have even, you know, looked at this video on yesterday. This is just something that I'm thinking, you know, we have enough, enough situations without this adding to it. This is definitely heartbreaking and ridiculous.
5: And Joyce, we, you know, maybe there just needs to be a federal law that uh, will not allow hospitals. If you're going to have a hospital, your hospital should not be allowed to just dump patients in this fashion at all. So maybe there should be some federal response to letting all our hospitals know that we're not going to accept them behaving in this matter.
4: Well, uh, I think that is is a part of their 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 hospital
5: rules and regulation that they're not
4: allowed to do it. That's the reason why I think they snuck in the, uh, and they're doing it late at night nighttime, uh, hospital dumping. Uh, that should be, uh, there's no patient should be turned down for health care. And that is the reason why they need to investigate and find out who made that call. And whoever made that call, they do need to go. They need to be fired, as a matter of fact. So that that's a given. Uh, no hospital should operate like that uh, here in the United States. And to my knowledge, there's no hospital that should. Also, I think we as employees, we should be more alert to each hospital, just like any other company, got a, they got a, a, a 411 emergency line, a red line, a hotline. Use it. You're scared to turn these, these people in uh, face-to-face. You can, you can use those, those lines uh, and be uh, anonymous, anonymous. You don't have to say who you are, but you can report it to a, a point where they do the investigating. But this has been going on to me. It, they call it a hospital uh, patient dumping, and uh, they named it, and it was on national news the way that they did it, and they said that it was something that was done throughout the, uh, all the hospitals. And I guarantee, like Regina said, after this, no more dumping because people are going to be more aware. They're going to start reporting. And we got to stop overlooking things. And, and you know, if you're in an emergency room, you see something, say something. If you don't have to say something, you do something. You can call. You can make these phone calls. You can call and report them this is how hospitals keep their license in the whole bit. I guarantee you something is going to happen to that hospital. They're going to be reprimanded on a, on a national level uh, because they should be. Uh, there's no way that any patient should be treated the way that this patient was treated. And you know this is just a tip of the iceberg of some of the things probably that people are done wrong. And this is throughout everything. We got to start coming back and have a heart. We got to have feelings as to what we do. And our job should be that we have to be dedicated to it. And being dedicated, if you were dedicated about what you do and how you perform your job, there's no way that you would let this happen. Because to me, even if if I saw it happen, if I couldn't report it to the person and I didn't feel good, I report, you better believe I'm calling the hotline. I'm going to tell somebody to make it something be done about it. So that's what we need to start doing, speaking up.
5: And, uh Cassie, it is just amazing to me. You know, we sit and we watch in amazement on how many people are actually involved. You had four employees actually involved in taking her out there. And, the, you know, I don't know how many they asked or how many people turned them down. I just can't, it's hard to believe that they actually found some people who would participate in, in putting her out there like that. I mean, I just wouldn't have thought that that many people would have been that cold and callous to want to participate in that type of activity.
6: Yeah, I think that's that's the regular group
5: that does because,
6: um, like you said, there's no way in the world. I would have been fired last week because I would have told I would have said something and there is no way that could be done it reminds me when I used to work in the jail and how the um the arrestees would come in and they would put them in the cells and they half of them didn't have clothes and, and they didn't want me to give them uh, blankets and we were, we had blankets and we had you know clothes but they would never want to give these people the, the the um stuff that they need to stay warm. And it was, I was like, I would go home and I would be like, babe, you know, they're doing this, this, and this, and that's not fair. He said, well, whatever you need to do, then you do it. And I would sneak stuff to them. So, you know, it it didn't matter to me. I would sneak them two, three blankets, extra food, whatever I could do, I would do it. So that lets you know that those people's hearts were not in the right place because there's no way in the world like – um a couple of people said that's somebody's mom, that's somebody's sister, that's somebody's. Aunt. I mean, you know, that's that lady belongs to somebody, and I'm sure that they are very, very upset about what has happened.
5: Yeah, and and, and for people to do to act in concert, uh, you know, uh, Nate, we talk about we know that there are people who uh, can do the most coolest things when they do them by themselves. But there were people at the hospital who acted in concert in both making the decision and actually doing the deed uh, to put that woman outside. That These people came to, to, their minds came together and to agreement. And it's it's, it's even like the agreement that, that they were willing to take the robber because they wanted to get rid of the man who was doing good. So here you see... That here is, evil is still working in concert to do evil. Nate? And um, I, was, I
1: was homeless at 17. And I, I know how it is to be out there in the streets and be scared. And the problem is with a lot of people is they didn't have no empathy because they never had to go through anything. Those people who made that decision had a bed to go to. Those people who made the decision had a home to go to. They never have been put in no, that position so they 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 don't have to care. And then the sad thing about it, they didn't even have the decency to do it themselves. They wouldn't got four henchmen to do it, which was even more sad because the thing about it is, is that if they did ask me to do it, I'd have got fired out around the back because I'm not putting somebody on the street because I know me. I wouldn't be, to be able to sleep. And not for somebody to I wasn't – I can't say for somebody not to stand up, but for somebody should have stood up and said this is wrong and boycotted that we're not going to do this because I know you know I know I people have jobs. I understand that. I, I understand that. But how would they would have felt if that person would have went out there in the street and got raped or murdered? How would the conscience be then? Sometimes we got to take a stand no matter what the consequences be. You know, a lot of times we are scared of the consequences, but now the hospital is facing the consequences because let's call it what it is. It's just flat-out evil, and nobody wants to call a spade a spade. Well, I'm going to call it today. It's evil. It was just mean, unnecessary, unheard of, and I'm so glad it got put out there where people can see it, that we we, we can talk about it. I don't just want to talk about it tonight. I want to talk about it tomorrow now. I want to keep talking about it until it finally gets something done about because this is one of the things right This is one of the reasons why the Affordable Health Care Act was put in place. To, to do these kind of things. If the woman had a mental issue, let's fix it. You're not fixing it by putting it back on the street. You're adding to the problem. And we sit up here and, and you know, we we, we, we we get so complacent and comfortable, we don't want to talk about these things. So when somebody mentions some show a video, people want to be offended. We should have been offended 30 years ago. I'm not going to stop being offended until people get treated right, especially black people get treated Right. I'm tired of us being the goat of every single
5: time something happens. And Regina, we uh it's no surprise that she was black. And uh, I you know, I'm gonna go back and look at the film and see uh I know the person who videotaped it was black, uh but I'm gonna go back and pay a little more attention to see how many of the participants uh were black to put this black woman out there on the street like that. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you, Regina. Go ahead.
4: Okay, all four of them. There were three black men and one black lady. I looked at the BET um, video, and um, there was four of them. And everything that, that, that you all have said is everything that you guys have said is is exactly right. It's exactly true. And that is what's happening around the United States for our mental health patients. And and when you all look at it, if you look at the BET, notice how the man on the bench who was already there, notice how you could tell that this was was common because he sat there and he continued to eat his sandwich in his, as my grandmama used to say, tin foil. He ate his sandwich in his tin foil. He drank his soda. He continued to do that. Um, he was just a bystander. He was sitting there, looked like he was waiting for the bus. The lady had clothes because remember I told you. When they put the people out of the hospital, they put their clothes in a plastic bag. She had something blue, so she had clothes also. And there was one shoe, one white tennis shoe, so she had shoes also. She started mumbling. That lets me know she was a mental health patient those clothes were probably soiled in that bag there has to be some sort of ground where they can they're not where this is illegal and immoral and illegal so as all of you have said this had to have happened in order to to get to um to where we need to be as far as making our 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 mental health system More humane.
5: All right, we're going to take a short break and we'll come right back. Reflection by James T. DeShay Love I Will Always Keep In life, we come to love many things over the course of a lifetime, many of which don't make it to that unforgettable place within our spirit. We are subject to many truly stimulating experiences throughout the journey of our individual lives, but those experiences don't become reoccurring daily moments. You, on the other hand, have stolen a place in my heart that will never be relinquished to another. I find myself unable to confine my thoughts of you to my past. I am destined to take you and the love you have shared with me on an unbounded journey of life while never spending a moment not treasuring the love you have given me. This is James T. DeShea the host. Of thoughts love and reflection brought to you seven days a week Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time and Sunday at 8 30 Eastern Eastern Time I look forward to you being a part of the audience this is a place where your voice can be heard loud and clear if you're tired of living paycheck to paycheck and wish to change your quality of life and increase your monthly cash flow Please call four zero seven four five nine four eight two seven. That's four zero seven four five nine four eight two seven. This system will truly change your life. Please visit my website, James T. DeShay, the number two dot com. That's James T. DeShay, the number two dot com. If you enjoy my poetry, please hit the like button and subscribe. I look forward to you becoming a part of my listening audience, Reverend Smith. How do we, how do we gain back our humanity? Is there a way for us to turn the tide and get some momentum and have people once again caring about one another?
2: I don't think so at this particular point in time, James. As long as we have. Um, the only hope that we have is God It really is I don't see any other way at this particular point in time Because we know ourselves That the Bible tells us That these things must come to pass And they are coming to pass right now So rapidly Until it's frightening It's really frightening Our moral fiber has gone To to nothing To really to nothing And um, the only thing we can rely on now um, it is like Miss Kathy said, sh- several nights and all all the time when she's here, and also uh, Cheryl. You know, we've got to do like sev- um, Second Chronicles seven to fourteen. We got to turn to the Lord. We must seek His face and pray, because there's no other way to do this. There's no other way to do it. We most of these institutions now have become. Um, uh, uh, civilian, uh, uh, civilians uh, It used to be a lot of these institutions uh, were uh, Under the state And under the government But now they have been taken out from under the government And under the states And they are all basically now Being taken over by civil, uh, uh, civilian individuals Who are only looking for the bottom line and as long as that is going on, and it's going to continue because nobody's going to stop it because there's too many of them that are getting funds for their campaigns from these things. How, how in the world can you change something now, especially if you can't pass a bill to stop people from texting and driving? What in the world do you think they care about putting somebody out on the cold or whatever? You know? I mean, we can't even change a texting and driving, and it's killing people over and over because the phone companies and other people are, are paying a lot of campaign funds. So we just got to pray, James. That's all I can say. We got to pray hard, too. And we can't be playing these games. And And I'm so sad to know, like I think it was uh, Regina or some of them said that People go to church. These people go to church and jump up probably holding their hand up, hollering, amen, thank you, Jesus, and all that kind of foolishness. And uh, it's it's sad. That's all I got. I'm just just, just, sick of it, sick of all of it, really. But I know that if I just keep my trust in him, everything's going to be all right. That's all I can say. Well,
5: Cheryl, one of the things that we can see is shouldn't be surprised when we can't get society to understand the pain that we feel when police officers are gunning down unarmed men in the street, uh, choking uh, men to death on the street, and we can't get them to understand uh, our pain. uh, It's hard for them to recognize the pain when you see these kind of videos uh, because they see uh, (laughs) videos where a person is alive and healthy and being murdered. And turn their head, or won't vote for for guilty. Uh, So you know it's it's kind of hard to wonder what where we going, what direction we're going in.
4: You know, we deal with corruption every single day, and I'm so familiar with it because um, New Orleans is best known for nothing but corruption. Um, Everything and everyone from the bottom on up, their palms have to be greased. And um, how can we stop other things? You know, at the rate we are, um, just like Pastor Smith and um, I think Kathy said, you know, we got to continue to pray. We got to pray that God changes the hearts and the minds of these individuals who have been doing a lot of the things, you know, that's been going on. But... Again, we have to do the works. We have to um, be examples. We have to let people see that we always have an advocate of something. Um, you know, this clearly is greed. And if it would have got to the point where, you know, more of them, the orderlies would have said, you know, I'm not going. Okay, that's four down, and it would took four more. And it those four. But you see, we don't stand for nothing. That's why we're in the situation we are not, because we fall for anything. You know, we got to be examples. We got to be doers of the word. You know, we can't just continue to sit on the sidelines and watch these things happen. We got to take some kind of action towards these things.
5: Yeah, it, it does seem that. Uh, you know, these videos are getting worse and worse and worse where people don't even care about themselves, less than care about anybody else. So when you got situations where people will do harm to themselves, uh, it, it is hard to figure that you can get them, Cassie, uh, to, to feel some kind of compassion for others. Uh, you know, it just seems like, you know, we need to be calling our, uh, elected officials and getting in their ears about all kinds of things. Uh, this just being one of them. People just are not showing any love for humanity, Cassie. Are you there, Cassie? Hear me? Yeah, I can. Go ahead. Okay, so you we know Kathy. that that's just.
6: Okay, that's just a small uh, portion of people because, as we know, each one of us, that that we're doing the right thing. So there are, I believe there are more of us than it is of them. Um, I believe it was Audrey who sent the text out that said that she called her Senate. And she prayed for each uh one, the Congress and everything else. So we are doing our part. It just seems that the bad is what's being shown and publicized on T V. But behind the scenes is what matters, like Pastor Smith says that in Second Chronicles, how the Lord says, If my people who are called by my name, see we don't have to be in the public to do what we need to do we're behind the scenes and we know that god is moving and shaking things that's why all these things are being exposed they're coming out and that was our prayer maybe about a year ago as we were talking about it i remember d saying something about the exposure that's what's going on now everything that we have been praying for prior is now being exposed so that's a great thing. That's what God does. He exposes the enemy so that we can see who he is so that we'll know how to pray. So I believe there are more of us than it is of them.
5: And, and Regina we, we we have to recognize that there is a need uh for us to to stand up and be heard, uh because, you know, sometimes you have to shame people in doing the right thing. And there's some There's a lot of greed in our society. And sometimes the people who gain nothing are the ones who are out there really being greedy. I mean, in some instances, uh, letting that lady stay there and continue to call until you found some family members wouldn't have cost them anything. But they were just so ready and prepared to show how ugly they could be. And some, some people enjoy being ugly.
4: I'm not sure if if that was the, the case there. I think that this situation of patient dumping has gotten so out of hand that it's just become commonplace. I don't really think that they wanted to be ugly because what did they benefit from being ugly? Maybe they... They their muscles to somebody, body, but um, because as they were walking away, it was as if they were walking away with a sense of pride in their stride. But I have to believe that it, with their that they their conscious their consciousness, because it was four of them, were actually bothering them. Um, but you're right, James. Somebody had to stand up for something, and it said, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, and it's not the noise of other folk; it's the quietness of my friends, which makes me hurt. So it's those of us who are being quiet, which really causes the most hurt, so we've got to stand, we've got to speak. And we've got to speak out and I thank that person who took that video. I thank him. I've got to find who is. I know he's getting thanks from across the world.
5: And that's the kind of participation that we need from people. We understand that he couldn't he may not feel comfortable uh trying to to group this lady back up and taking her back in the hospital. But finding people that are willing to get involved people who are not just going to walk by and just shake their heads so that at a minimum you call the police and let them know that they put somebody out on the street that very well may die in by the morning. And they clearly, I doubt if the woman had a cell phone or anything to call anybody. And I'm not sure what it would have cost them to let her put her clothes on or provide her with some clothes and let her just sit in the waiting room and why you continue to try to reach somebody. It seems that they just did not do or go as far as they could have gone to find this woman some kind of assistance. Uh, We're going to take another quick break, and we're going to come back and end our conversation, our show for today, and give everybody a final word. gladiator despite what others choose to see my life is determined by my selected steps regardless of the traps set by those who hate me I am the master of my lifelong quest it is my convictions and courage that will decide the success of my personal journey not the dreamless limitations of those who refuse to see the greatness of my legacy I walk not in the shadow of those who wish to be unnoticed. I stand tall in a crowded room of those who created their own path through life. I am driven to make noise where others wish to remain silent. I wear the suit of those who slew dragons and rule kingdoms. I will not give in to the starless skies of those who see me as worthless and without meaning. I am a present-day gladiator. And I will have victory over the kingdom of my birthright. This is James T. Shea, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection, brought to you seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Your voice can be heard loud and clear and without interruptions. Don't allow self-doubt to silence your dreams call four zero seven four five nine four eight two seven. That's four zero seven four five nine four eight two seven. Allow your dreams to take flight, increase your quality of life and your monthly cash flow. Visit my website, www.jamestdeshey.com. That's www.jamestdeshey.com. If you enjoy my poetry, Please hit the like button and subscribe. I look forward to you becoming a part of my listening audience.
7: I am this woman. I am this woman that has set the expectations of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman that does not use the traditional road to a given place, but create my own destination. I am this woman that maintained her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those yet to dream to greatness. I am the mother of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men, while being the birthplace of the future.
4: I am this woman. I am this woman that ascends the expectation of the world to take my rightful place among the stars the woman who does not
7: use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but creates my own destination.
4: I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those to dream.
7: I am the woman of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future.
0: I am this woman.
5: Regina, what is your final thought for this evening, Regina? What is your final
4: thought for this evening? Um, my final thoughts are to to let us be aware and just stay aware of our surroundings and things that are going on because this that we spoke of this evening It has been happening We see the people Walking the street but We don't really They sort of become Invisible to us But now we They're not invisible to us anymore They can't be And I'm thankful that They have been brought out of the shadows And into the forefront Those are my Final words for this evening
5: uh, Regina, please send me that link. Uh, I want to see if uh, there's more video in that one than the one that I saw. So please share that with the group because uh, I'd like all of, the, of us to to see that particular one. Cassie, uh, what is your final thought? Okay.
6: Um, James, I heard um, this message today, and um, what caught me was he stated something and it it really resonated with me so hopefully it'll resonate concerning this conversation and not, and a lot of conversations we've had before and he said it's not what you see it's what you believe so as we have been praying that God will reveal these type of situation and as we've been praying that God would change things in the world it's not what we see but it's what we believe. That means that it is happening. We 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 are seeing it come to pass as time goes on. All
5: right, Cheryl, your final thought for this evening.
4: Um, this was truly an example of somebody who is a participant in things that is going on around us. That took action to try to make a to not allow this to happen again, and that's some of the thing. That's some of the things that we need to do. We need to be participants. So again, what I say is, whatever we do, we can always do more.
5: All right, uh, Reverend Smith, your final thought for this evening.
2: Um. Uh, Echoing everything everybody else has said, um, I just say like we just got to continue to pray and yeah we have to do but there's only so much we're going to be able to do anyway because these things according to the word of God it said these things must come to pass they must come to pass and and there's you know when God got his eye his time set there's not much we can do. About anything, but those things that we can do something about Let's make an effort to make a change and do it And be a change in force in these things And that's that's all I can say God bless you all
5: As always, I want to thank thank all of you Who called in today for your continued support uh, We have to make sure that our voices are heard Loud and clear And remember that we're here on the air Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. So call in at 657-383-0309, and I will guarantee that you have an opportunity to share your opinion about the things that impact our lives now and in the future. We have to have our voices go beyond our communities, beyond our cities, beyond our state, beyond our, our country, and out to the world. We want people to know who we are and what it is we're thinking. Take care, everybody. and We'll see you on tomorrow's Love and Reflection, where your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruptions.
0: Uh